gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you are tuned in to the Loan Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, along with my producer extraordinaire, Coleman, aka JC. So today's episode, we're going to jump right into the 12-week challenge. What's the 12-week challenge? It's not fitness. It's not health-related. This is a challenge put together for sales professionals. And today, sales professionals, we're going to talk about loan officers. This is the Loan Officer Podcast show, so we're going to jump into it. But I want anyone else listening to understand that this can be applied to just about any other sales profession. Okay. Right? Twice it, adapt it, tweak it a little bit, make it your own. But the 12 week challenge is when you wake up one day and you realize that you're not achieving your sales goals. And you're not achieving your sales goals because you're not going on enough appointments. You're not getting belly to belly or face to face with enough people. And you just don't know how to do it, right? Which, common thing here, just do it, right? Like, figure it out. You can do this. Put one step in front of the other. But this is a plan that can be followed. Um, and it's proven to be successful. We hire rookie loan officers every year, anywhere between three to six. And the one constant that I can share with these rookie sales professionals is if they can do the 12-week challenge, I can just about guarantee their success. Right? Even if they fumble in their words, even if their pitch is um, a three out of ten, if they just go through the motion, they're going to be successful. Right now, the better they get at their pitch, the better they, they give their scripts, but also the more success they're going to see. Their conversion rates are going to go up, their conversion going to go up, their conversion rates are going to go up. Therefore, the savings should be going up, and therefore, the amount of money that they can invest back in the community through the tithing or donations can also go up, right? So, 12 weeks is, uh, what's that, 12 times? Three, three months? 60 days, three months. Yeah. Two, yeah. Yeah, 60 working days. Okay, right? gotcha. Assuming we're taking Saturday to Sunday off. Okay. Okay. When I did this back in the day, we didn't have email at the level that email is today. So I actually did this originally utilizing snail mail, right? That's how old this is. Um, and, and it's proven. It still works today. What I want people to do is first and foremost, create a list of targets. Targets are uh, uh, individuals or companies that you're going to call them and you're going to solicit for a meeting. The sole purpose of the 12 week challenge is to get face to face with people, to build a relationship let them understand what your services are and how you can benefit their business. Learn about their business so that you can make sure your services mirror and match what it is they're trying to accomplish and you can bring up the value to them. Right. Right? That's uh, first and foremost what we're trying to, to achieve. So people ask, well, how do you find the list? The answer? You want to answer? I would love to. Google. I mean, I think it's Google. Google anything. Like, literally... I got a phone call yesterday, I'm going to go off topic for a second. Um, uh, Ex-colleague of mine, I live up in Tallahassee, Florida. She's like, man, uh, I remember when we worked together, you used to send us like memes for our birthday, and it's so thoughtful, and it's so impactful. Like, what'd you use? And I, I like, I was surprised to know on my lunch break, and I got back a quick text, and I'm like, Google. And he's like, quick to reply, like, I don't get it. I'm like, Google? He's like, no, 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 but what, what, what meme creator? I, Google. Yeah, I'm like, bro, I'm not that smart. Like, I don't, I'm not creative like that. I go to Google, and this guy's name is Josh. Uh, what up, Josh Keller? Uh, guaranteed rate in the house. Well, not in the house because he doesn't have but that's where Josh works. Um, and anyhow, I, uh, I, I, I tell him, like, go to your computer right now and type in funny 
birthday, Josh. And click images. He's like, wow, that easy? I'm like, yeah, that easy. So guys, 12 week challenge. I'm gonna end this. You're like, wow, that easy? He's like, yep, yeah, it's pretty much that easy. So the target list, um, create one. If you if you don't already know who your targets are, then go to Google, right? As a loan officer, I literally went and typed in Keller Williams Winter Springs. Once I found the Keller Williams office, I saw the roster. I printed that roster. I figured every single one of those people are realtors. I should know them, they should know me. Right? A, a better trick or tip would be to reach out to your current circle of influence or your sphere and let them know what you're trying to accomplish. Hey, look, in order for me to achieve my goals, John, this year, I've recognized that I need to get face-to-face -face with more real estate agents. If you were to buy or sell a home right now, John, who would you call? Somebody I saw at a bus stop advertisement. Okay, well, hopefully you know someone who's better than that, right? Um, but let's say you didn't. Okay, well, hey, man, it was great talking to you. I appreciate it, Nick, and move on. But, like, hopefully, whether it's a title agent, an insurance agent, sometimes it's the realtors you're already working with, right? Like, I can say to if you're a realtor, John, that I'm already in a business relationship with me and you're referring me uh, home buyers, I'm doing the financing, I can ask you, like, hey, John, who do you look up to in your office? Right? Mm -hmm. Or I can say, like, like, who's your mentor, who you look up to? Or I can say, let's say you are that kind of top dog, big dog in your office. I can say, John, who's the rising star in your office? Right? So there's a way, if we just do it, if we just put one foot in front of the other, we can create a list of realtors that we're going to call. Because that, that's the first question whenever I introduce the 12 week challenge to people, like, well, I don't know who to call. I'm like, well, come on. That's a little evidence. It's not that hard. We can start with Google, we can start with your circle of influence. Um, if you want to get real creative, let's go to that uh, Facebooky thing, right? And let's just throw uh, a little uh, comment, suggestion, uh, post out there, right? If I were to buy a house today, who should I call? Question mark. Click, submit, post. See who answers. Ding, 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 ding. Yep. Every one of your friends or your ex-colleagues or neighbors, we're going to have somebody, they're going to be tagging them. Okay. Look, you might even not be looking to sell your house. You might not be looking to buy another home. But you just posed a question. If I were to, who should I call? Right? There you go. There's a link. That's something to start from. If if John replied to my post with Mary, then I can now call Mary and say, Hey, Mary, this is Boston at Waterstone Mortgage. I got your name and number from John. And then I can go right in my script. Right? So the 12-week challenge, first and foremost, you need a list of people you're going to call on. And what you're going to do is you're not going to call all 100, right? You need 100 on that list. If you think about it, you're doing 12 calls a day for like the next 60 days, you, you need a big list. Mm -hmm. But what you're going to do is, let's say you start this on a Monday. You, on Monday, are first going to email 12. So it's a 12 week challenge, and everything we're doing is in 12. Um, on Monday, you're going to email them. And you're like, well, what do I say in my email? Spit the truth, right? Tell them, this is who I am, this is what I'm trying to accomplish. Do you want to meet? Or this is who I am, this is what I'm trying to accomplish. I'm going to be calling you on Wednesday to me. I'll give you more in depth what I'm trying to go here, uh, go with here. This would be a text. Hi, John. My name is Dustin Owen. I received your name and number from Mary Smith. The reason why I'm reaching out to you is because I've recognized in order for me to achieve my personal business goals, I need to help three more realtors in my local market achieve their goals in 2020. I'm going to be calling you on Wednesday to schedule a time for us to meet. 
such effect. Now, the reason why I'm telling them that I, well, A, there's a reason why I'm emailing them, and then B, there's a reason why I'm telling them I want to call on Wednesday. The reason why I'm email, emailing them is because on Wednesday, I need a reason to call. Like, I like to have a reason to call. So my reason to call is, hey, John, did you get my email? You're probably gonna be like, no. Hey, no worries, if I got caught in your spam. The reason why I'm calling is because I was trying to schedule an appointment with you. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so the reason for the email is just to give you a reason to call. The reason why I'm gonna specify that I'm calling you on Wednesday is because that's how I hold myself accountable. I don't know about the audience, I don't know about you individually, but me personally, one of my biggest fears, besides not being liked, is letting people down. They kind of go hand in hand, right? Um, feel fear of failure, feel fear of letting people down. So if I tell you something, even if it's in an email that you're probably not gonna read, I don't know that for certain, something happens to fall. So I'm holding myself accountable. So essentially over 12 weeks, you're gonna send 12 emails a day, you're gonna make 12 phone calls a day, for the sole purpose of having one, one-on-one interaction. We call them belly to belly, faces, and it's a numbers game. So you do this, right? You you do your email, and by the way, when you do the email, be personal. Like, people do business with people they like. So make yourself likable. Like, open yourself up. Um, open yourself up, let them know something about you personally, your family, um, you know, I've been living in this market for so many years. My kids go to this school. I'm trying to make a Cheevers Club, but I can't make a Cheevers Club unless I have helped five more realtors achieve their goals. You may be pushing a particular product or program where you have a special that you want to make them uh, aware of. Um, while you're doing these emails, hop on your LinkedIn and your Facebook and your Instagram. Follow them on IG or send them a friend request via Facebook, right? That way when you call, there's a good chance that you might be top of mind. Like they might even accepted your friend request and done a little snooping, right? And maybe they, through their snooping, have recognized that you all have a lot in common which will warm them up to to achieving, uh, to, to accepting your phone call. For sure. So, 12 weeks of, just go ahead and lay this out. 12 emails a day where you introduce yourself. Keep it short, but direct, but also throw in a couple personal items. So I guess what I'm trying to get at is five to seven sentences. Three is probably too little and 12 is too many. Find them on social media, follow them, send them a friend request. Make sure your email tells them a day that you're gonna be calling. And then you call them on that day. And of 12, you hope one says yes to your meeting, right? Because of 12, four of them aren't even going to pick up, right? Maybe six of them to pick up. And then of the uh, of the six that do pick up, let's say five tell you no. That's fine. It won't be that many, by the way. It's more like eight don't pick up, four do, mm-hmm. two tell you no, two tell you yes. And then of the two that told you uh, yes, one's going to cancel you, right? So over 60 days, you end up having 61 on one appointment. And the goal of the one-on-one appointment is that you have 30 of those real estate agents or the builder reps that you're calling on. They don't like you and you don't like them, and that's okay. Like, I repeat that it's okay not to be liked. It's okay not to like them. Like, we should only be working with people that we 
have a commonality with. Mm -hmm. There's enough people willing to work the way that we work that we don't need to work with people that we, we that don't work the way that we work, right? So of 60 or at least 12 weeks, 30 don't like you, you don't like them. And that leaves you with 30. Of those 30 that you did like and they liked you, they don't close any distance themselves. So there's nothing for them to refer to you, right? So that means that they're not really worth a whole lot in terms of closings or in terms of um, commissions that you could earn. So that leads you to 15. So for 12 weeks, you did 12 emails, made 12 phone calls. And by the way, if they don't pick up, it still counts as a, as a phone call. I'm not talking about talk to you. I mean, I talked to somebody else's phone calls. If you're really good, you, you, sent, you found them on social and some requests, some requests you follow them on IG. You went on 60 appointments. You probably set 90, 30 of them stood you up. But you achieved 60 face-to-face -face, belly to bellies. 30 of those people didn't like you or you didn't like them, or left you 30. Of the 30 that were left, 15 aren't worth a darn. That leaves you with 15. If those 15 realtors are good for one and a half transactions in the next 12 months, right, so one and a half transactions, so roughly that puts you around 22 and a half, let's just call it 23. And if your average commission was $2,000 per per loan, for 12 weeks of work, not even 12 weeks of work, because you're probably only doing this for an hour a day, right? If you, if you tap on going on a meeting and making 12 phone calls and seeing the 12 emails, okay, you're probably three hours a day. But nonetheless, this 12 week challenge just spit out roughly $45,000 in commission. Like, why wouldn't you do the 12 week challenge, right? Like, why? It makes no sense not to do it. And the best part about these types of relationships now when we're talking about loan officers and the relationship they have with realtors is that the transactions for the most part are going to go well. So it's not like you're selling Bibles or encyclopedias that once someone has one, they're like, yep, well, I got my Bible, I'm good. No, these people are going to have more buyers to refer you. So it's 45000 this year, it's 45000 next year. But you're not going to stop there because these additional transactions are going to introduce you to listing agents. And you're going to do a good job, and you're going to build a relationship with someone's listing agent. And oh, by the way, what if you just decided to do the 12 week challenge every year? Right? Not just because you're new to the business, not just because uh, you have fallen behind or you finally decided to step it up, but what if just every year we all decided? So it's kind of like every year I'm going to do Dover. November or whatever it is, over October, yeah. where the case may be, okay, well, if you did not drink for 30 days, why can you not do your job the way you're supposed to for, for 90 days? Mm -hmm. That's all we're trying to get you to do, and it's for the betterment of your W-2 and your savings and your tithing and just across the board. That's a 12-week challenge. Um, How often, so what happens after the 12 weeks are up? Do you start over? Is that something, do you kind of look back, kind of assess the progress you've made and gone from there, or does the 12 week challenge um, somewhat restart at the end of 12 weeks? Well, it depends. You want to be a one percenter? If you want to be a one percenter, yeah, that should be your daily routine. Like if we're if we're jumping into what does it take to be successful, or what what prevents other people from achieving certain levels of success, it's prospecting. They don't prospect enough, and, and all the 12 week challenge does is force people to, to prospect. And I would encourage everyone to make this their priority. Like before you do anything else, this is what you do. You send your 12 emails, you do your, your 12 follows or friend requests, you make your 12 phone calls. You should and could be able to knock this out between 8.30 a.m. 
at about 10 a.m. At that point, you can do your pipeline meeting. At that point, you can get that file submitted to underwriting or processing. At that point, you can do anything outside that, that you need to do, and you can schedule your your week accordingly. Right now, you may have one of those appointments that happens at 8 a.m. because you don't call me. Cool. But the minute you get back, your priority needs to be this 12-week challenge. And it's, it's no different than any other crazy-ass challenge people do. Well, I mean, again, whether it's, it's, it's fasting or, or not drinking or training for a marathon, that's all you're doing is, is saying, no, for the next 12 weeks, I'm going to dominate this. But you know, the same people who train for a marathon or eat healthy for a certain time period, no, you're supposed to eat healthy every day. Every day. Yeah, like you have some cheat days here and there, you have some flip-ups, but you're, you're supposed to exercise every day. You're supposed to prospect every day. Every day, yeah. So the 12-week challenge is just something that it's fun to do. Gotcha. It's something you share with your with your coworkers. You can make a game out of it. You can share it with your spouse. You can hold you accountable. So it's it's a great kickstart for anyone who is looking to take their business to the next level. And again, that could be a rookie who's starting off the business. If you're a rookie starting off the business, this is a mandate. Like, I'm going to sit down and tell you, hey, in your first 12 weeks, you got to get out and get belly to belly with 60 people. Like, I'm going to walk them all through that. And of, of 60, 30 aren't worth a darn, 30, you know, 15 don't like you, et cetera, et cetera. We're just trying to get your core 12 to 15 and then build from there. Right? Because you're going to get that core 12 to 15. From this 12 week challenge, you're going to end up with, with 12 to 15 referral partners that you like them, they like you, and they actually do business. So, where can you take this? Right? This is where you can take those 12 to 15 and start asking them, well, who do they know like them that want a loan officer like yourself and build on it and grow it? So after year one, that 12 to 15 now becomes 20. Another year, that 20 becomes 24. I mean, just imagine having 24 referral sources, let's just call it 20, and you averaged five transactions a year, because by the way, if you're working with them, you're helping them build their business. So in the beginning, it was one and a half. But by year three, you're probably doing five. You have 20 relationships you have to manage for 100 transactions. In this business, if you're doing 100 transactions for most companies, you're probably bringing home about a quarter million dollars a year in income. That's W-2 income. So very doable. And we're not asking anyone to move mountains. Mass who want to uh, to develop some new app or software that they're going to sell to some tech startup. Nope, this is just getting up every morning, coming to the office, sending 12 emails, letting people know that, hey, this is who I am, this is what I want to accomplish, I'm going to call you in two days so we can get face-to-face to talk about it. Do you have an example, like, from your personal life or business life where you've kind of seen firsthand the 12-week challenge, like, work and come to fruition that you can share? Yeah, so I was a rookie loan officer. And by the way, I think the 12-week challenge very well may have derived off of something that was originally taught by, by Todd Duncan. Um, so I here I am, a 24, 25-year-old rookie loan officer, and a friend of a friend went to a seminar. And he comes back from the seminar, and he tells me about this 12-week challenge, right? So I was like, all right, well, here I am, a rookie loan officer. My two best friends were the home of mom and dad. I don't really have a network. Like, I work professionally in Atlanta, Georgia, and West Palm Beach, Florida. I'm now living in Orlando, Florida. It's a two and a half hour drive. So anyone I knew professionally in West Palm or Atlanta, I wasn't I wasn't networking with them to, to try to leverage relationships. Right. 
um, working out in a, uh, in a, uh, a little cubicle, right? They literally started making fun of me, like, shit, Dio, what they, what they say, right? It's like, oh my God, you too, did you hear what Dio said today? I'm like, I'm a rookie loan officer. Literally, um, one of my favorite phrases was, oh, you know the guidelines on that just recently changed? Instead of giving you the wrong answer, let me go and find that email and I'll give you a call back. No, you didn't. You know, what else was I going to do? I didn't know. Uh, I don't know. Like that, that, was, that was what I wanted to say. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, yeah, so first-hand experience, I did this. Like, I went from a 24 to 25-year-old kid with zero network in Orlando, Florida. You know, like, the people I should be able to rely on to hook me up can't even figure out how to get out of mom and dad's house, right? Let alone, you know, did they know people who were looking to buy houses or had friends that were in real estate or friends that were uh, home builders. So I just picked up the phone. And I went to Google, and I had like, at the time, um, it was like Prudential, and uh, it was uh, Caldwell Banker, and Remax, and Keller Williams, and, and what I did do is I picked a, a specific geographic location, right? So I picked the cities of Winter Springs and Oviedo, and I'm like, well, I'm going to pick these five offices, I'm going to print out all of their, um, their rosters, and I was going to call three from Weikert, three from Remax, three from Prudential, three from Keller Williams, three from Century 21. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because what I didn't want to do back then, you weren't really using cell phones the way we do today. And back then, realtors still went to the office. Today would be way easier. You could call 12 people from Keller Williams because you're calling your cell phone. But back then, I was calling the receptionist. And I knew it was getting this receptionist because you're calling her like 12 times a row. So I just picked three and I was like rotating them through. So I would call like at 105. To Wiker, but I wouldn't call back to Wiker until like 1:15 p.m. because I had to call one person from Keller, one person from Supercenter, et cetera, et cetera. So I did this. Like this is what I did to build my book of business. Um, shout out to Jim Vigor and Larry Williams. I still stay in touch with both of those gentlemen, and they were one of my very first people to pick up the phone, schedule an appointment with me, and meet with me. Yeah. Um, but, but I did it, and did it, for, did it for 12 weeks, and I didn't have anything fancy. I used paper hanging files. Like, that's how I kept myself organized. Like, one of those, like, waterfall um, uh, metal organizers that you put metal folders in. Mm -hmm. I had the roster in each folder. And again, I told you I was doing, like, like letters. I had a templated letter. I'd print it out. I'd hand sign it, stuff it, you know, mail it off. And um, I kept track of if I sent this group of mailers on Monday, I knew I had to call them on Friday. Now, today's day and age, we're sending emails, so I don't have to wait until Friday. I can send an email, give the person 36 hours to read it, then I can mm -hmm. call them. Correct. But, uh, but yeah, I did it. There's there's times I rolled into a, uh, I remember a Century 21 office, I rolled in, and I thought I had an appointment with one person. I had five. Like, she went and grabbed four other uh, office mates who just happened to be there. They just had like, a team meeting in. And she goes, would you find if other agents had him with me? I was like, kind of mine. Like, thank you. Like, yeah. hello. Um, yeah. And uh, that was, that's what got me started, right? Like, like I, through, through those mailers, that 12-week challenge, um, shout out to Chris England. It was actually Chris England, who's no longer in the business, but Chris England had, a, I think, a brother-in-law who was, like, high up at a different mortgage company. The brother-in-law told Chris to do this. I don't think Chris really likes being a loan officer, so he was kind of like, bump that. Uh, this is not for me. Um, he not had a very successful career as like an insurance adjuster. But then uh, uh, Chris told me about it, and I was like, well, you know, 
this is the only way to pay the bills. I got a baby on the way. I just bought a house. I'm like 10 grand in credit card debt. Like, I have no other choice to either give up or bang out this 12 week challenge. Um, sometimes faking it, so I made it just so I didn't know what to say. You know, the purpose of the podcast is to help people uh, shorten their learning curve, right? We can maybe learn from some of my bumps and bruises and skin needs, and I know we're going to do a, uh, uh, an episode coming up on scripting, so I can maybe even dive in a little deeper of exactly what we, we, we should be writing in the email or what we should be saying. Um, and if you give me enough time I get to, I might be able to throw some nuggets out uh, at the end of this episode. But, but back on the personal story, that's what I did. And uh, I remember I ended up meeting uh, a realtor in Colorado, her name was uh, Viviana. Viviana, I don't think she and I ever closed one transaction together. Right, and this is the power of the 12 week challenge. But Viviana, Viviana and I were, and she was in that group of, well, I liked her, she liked me, but she didn't have any business. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what she did? She introduced me to this uh, gentleman by the name of Yao. Anyone in the Central Florida real estate market knows that this guy is like the ultimate professional. Like he is a contract guru, he's an eye dotter, he's vulture, just one of the best of the best. Well, Viviana and Yen were friends. So I clicked with Viviana and she wasn't um, worth my extended time due to her inability to sell real estate at a successful level and have referrals or people who needed mortgage financing. But when she introduced me to Yen, I was able to get it off with him. Now through Yen, I ended up meeting four to five of my best and longest standing relationships in real estate. Which really came from Viviana, which really came from the 12 challenge. Right? So yeah, it worked because I know it worked because I did it. And I've been very fortunate in my career as a manager who coaches and recruits and mentors loan officers and has, has introduced dozens of rookies to the, to the business that I know hands down, if they complete the 12 week challenge, they're gonna be successful. Now what makes them uber successful is to complete the 12 week challenge, that means you had 60 one-on-ones in 12 weeks, and then over the next 40 weeks, do 40 more. Because if you think about it, you met with 60, you, you cut the 16 down to 15, well you need to be actively still meeting and talking to those 15. So over the next 40 weeks, you're gonna have more than 40 one-on-one appointments, because you might meet with those 15 twice in those 40 weeks. The problem is, I know a lot of numbers I'm throwing out, but you basically have 15 that are left over from the from the 12-week challenge, and there's 52 weeks in a year, so you've 12 weeks essentially um, uh, coming up with those 15. Now over the next 40, you're probably gonna need to see them, grab coffee with them, do happy hour with them, lunch and lunch with them. But in the meantime, you're gonna use those 15 plus your transactions that those 15 bring to meet with another 40. If you really want to dominate, that's 100 new real estate agents or builder reps that you got belly to belly with, face to face with, the sole purpose of building a, a business relationship, one in which you talk to them about how you can benefit their business and then and, and telling them about your value proposition on why they should trust you with their commission check and refer their buyers to you. This is really uh, helpful information. How does this kind of dovetail into scripting? Because a lot of this stuff, you like you're cold calling people. Some people get uncomfortable. Obviously, they don't like rejection over the phone. Um, so, how does like a script kind of play into this? So, I don't want to give away 
too much, right? Because we're, like I said earlier, we're going to dive into scripting and spend a solid 25, 30 minutes on scripting. But uh, I'll leave a couple nuggets for the audience in case you want to, and I encourage you all, if you're trying to take your business to the next level, I'm going to encourage you all to uh, start the 12 challenge meeting. Like tomorrow, the next day, like just do it. And if you can't get 12 out and you only get 8 out, great. 8's better than 12, right? So I like, in my initial approach, I like letting people know that in order for me to achieve my goals, I'm looking to partner with two to three additional realtors. Now, they don't even know I might be looking to 30, right? But two to three. Two to three. And, and I like somehow to tie in that I want to need to see if we're a good fit. Right? And sales is a little bit of a thing that we call a takeaway, right? I don't want people to see that I'm desperate, even if I am desperate. Um, so I'm, I'm in, in my email dialogue, I'm going to allude to, let's get together to, to see if the way that you do business is the way that I do business and how we can help each other. Definitely always have a reason, like how did you, how did you find out about them, right? So if you didn't have a friend that recommended whether you use the Facebook analogy or you just called your social influence to try to name, you can always tell them that you were assigned to their territory. Right? Like think of any other sales job out there, whether you're selling copiers or you're selling technology or selling dental equipment, like we all have territories. For whatever reason, in mortgage financing, we don't tend to work in territories. So there's nothing wrong with working in territory. It makes sense. So if you call a real estate agent, you said, Hey, John, this is Dustin over at Waterstone Mortgage. The reason why I'm giving you a call is because I'd love to get together with you. You're in my territory. I am your Waterstone Mortgage rep. Okay, that's a reason to call, right? Another one is, um, hey, John, give me a call because my manager asked me to give you a call. And you might be like, well, who's your manager? My manager's Ben Davis. And you're like, uh, I don't know who Ben is. Oh, yeah, I don't. Ben just gave me your name and number and said that you're someone I should know. And I'm calling you so we can know each other. It's way more legit icebreaker than just, hey, uh, 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 and just studying your way through it, so. Yeah. Yeah, so those, those are three easy scripts like, oh, well, you know, what do I say when I get them on the phone? Yeah, well, you're either referred to me by so-and-so, right? I was assigned to your office, to your office in my territory, right? Or my manager told me to give you a call. Even if they don't know your manager, it doesn't mean that you can be like, well, my manager just said you're someone I should get to know. Okay, cool. What's up? Um, so that, that's definitely go-tos in order to get someone on the phone as a why. Like, also like anything, you got to practice it. Like, you're out on a run, you're doing yard work, whatever the case may be. Like, run your tricks in your head. Um, but those are some easy, I think, go-to scripts, icebreakers from the very beginning. No, that's perfect. The uh, My manager told me to call you is perfect, I think. Well, and there's a good chance if your manager's been in the market for a long enough time, they may know them, right? But even if they don't, that's just like going to going to your mom and said, "Dad said I could sleep over, so it's already it's already done." You know what I mean? So, one hundred percent. But I mean, that's it. That's the twelve week challenge. Um, it works, guys. That's it. It works. It's easy. Don't overthink it and do it. And I promise you, if you if you suck on day one, you'll suck less on day five, and you will be grateful on day ninety one when you complete it. Um, he's Coleman. I'm Dio. Check us out. Our next episode, we're going to talk about how to buy a house. We may even get into why to buy a house, but how to buy a house. Subscribe, share, comment. 
hit us up. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know uh, what you'd like to hear us do more of. And uh, check future episodes for uh, a more in-depth scripting Lone Officer podcast. Peace. And is, is this is this the Lone Officer podcast?